Welcome to the Riley June Show. I am your host, Riley June, Intuition Master Coach and Spiritual Activator. This podcast is here to support you on your growth and ascension journey. For those new to learning about their energy and for light leaders to set a standard in their work and practices within the industry. Running a multi-six-figure business as a light leader comes with great responsibility. And as I expand my work into the corners of the globe to help others reconnect with who they truly are, just know your time spent here with me is held sacredly. And for light leaders, it's time to show up. We have a massive mission to raise the awareness of human consciousness in our globe. So let's get to work. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to another session. Today, I am really going to be diving into what it's going to require for spiritual leaders, energy practitioners of all sorts to be able to hold space for people in 2022. I'm going to make these next probably three to four episodes at least. I might even carry this into November. Um, all about what is going to be required for 2022 as a spiritual leader. So typically, let's kind of get into some of like where this is coming from. So typically, my podcast is very much about spiritual development, intuition development, ascension, expansion, healing yourself, sovereignty, all those types of things. But as I talked about a couple of weeks ago, I think it was two, two episodes ago, how for the rest of this year and in the beginning of the new year, at least for January and February, I'm really going to be transitioning a lot of my content to tailor more towards those who are holding space for um, healers, or sorry, those who, those who are healers holding space for humanity. There we go. Because the more and more that I try and avoid doing this, which is something that is so passionate, like I'm so passionate about supporting healers, spiritual leaders, uh, psychics, mediums, all of them right now at this time is that there really isn't enough support. There really isn't a lot of support. There's not a hub where you can come to where you're learning the emergence of the psychological aspects of what is required in this space and equally the energetics of that as well. There's a lot of spiritual teachers or business development, but there's not really a space that you can come to where it is both the balance of the masculine and the feminine in one. So this podcast is really going to transition to um, content more tailored towards uh, spiritual leaders. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you go and you click subscribe, especially if you are a uh, spiritual leader, energy practitioner, healer, psychic medium of any kind, um, so that you can be notified for when episodes go live, which is every Sunday at 11, 11 AM mountain standard time. So, um, I'm just feeling this call. I'm feeling this call to support and to support in a bigger way. I have really, um, outside of my membership, my expander membership community transitioned a lot of the work that I do to tailor more to ethical practices and approaches, really supporting spiritual leaders and getting their work off the ground. And I, I just can't not answer this call. The more I try and avoid it, the more I keep coming back to it. And then I feel confused because I'm like, oh, but I want to help everyone. But I can help everyone and I can equally train other people to help that that extra level of support and clientele that I desire to help as well. So um, if you're here for personal development reasons, for spiritual development, for your individual self, know that you're still going to be able to gain and gather insight and guidance to be able to apply for yourself. But a lot of what I'm going to transition to for the next couple months is going to be speaking towards um, more so what spiritual leaders are really being invited to embody and experience in this next year to come. 
So from, from that space, um, I'm just going to kick this off. So I sat down with actually starting to be more intentional about planning what's coming ahead. And so that's how I know there's going to be at least three, at least three, if not four of these episodes for what to expect, what you need as a spiritual healer and energy practitioner for 2022. And today I'm really going to be leaning into what is required of you for holding space for humanity. So as we start to transition into the year of 2022, as a practitioner of any kind or a spiritual leader of any kind, you are holding space for a lot of people who have just been newly traumatized. And what I mean by that is psychologically, regardless of the experience that you like, how much meditation you're doing, how much personal development you are doing, there is a lot of people, especially holding space for clients. There's a lot of people who have been very traumatized by everything that's transpired in the last two years from people abandoning them, not agreeing with them work, having to quit their work or having to, you know, be enforced to do things that they didn't necessarily agree to do or being divided more than ever, not knowing who they can speak to, who they can hug, what to do, so on and so forth. Marriages falling apart, financial circumstances falling apart, mindsets all over the place, right? People have been newly traumatized. And within that adds another layer of anything else that they have spent their entire life avoiding, not dealing with, not fully understanding. And now because of the beautiful divine timing of everything, they are coming across their, your work and they are thinking that right now they're going to really work on healing their marriage or healing their accountability, diving into deeper practices. They want to know more about themselves, but that is going to unleash layers upon layers of trauma, newly traumatized experiences and past traumatized experiences that are ultimately running the show of their life. And for spiritual healers, psychics, mediums, energy practitioners, Reiki practitioners, all the things of all the kinds to do with energy, it is no longer going to be uh, acceptable to not have a deeper level of how to hold space for cognitive behavior and understand how to identify how to um, how to identify the energy signatures and emotional signatures in which your clients are approaching their mindset and their points of view, their perception. It's no longer going to be acceptable for you to just deliver card readings, just deliver Reiki readings without having an understanding of how you get to show up and support them in neutralizing their energy when they're having a release. And though this is my strong opinion and equally why I teach ethics and some forms of psychology and understanding how the mind works and how the energy works um, fundamentally is because as a psychic and a medium, when I first started my business, I figured out very, very quickly that holding space for people to process their emotions, to heal their trauma, to move their energy, to uh, become aware of the things in their life that they're limited and they're blocked by or um, limited and stuck within um, is a big responsibility more than just pulling cards and delivering messages from spirit. And though those things are very vitally important and so powerful in of themselves, you have to understand that this industry is very unregulated. And because a lot of the big names, for lack of better terms, have kind of shot themselves in the foot with taking political stands or really showing the true colors of the nature of who essentially sponsors them to put the word and the stuff that they do out into this world, right? There's a lot of people who were held on very high pedestals who really showed their true colors in being a part of cults or being a part of um, repressive or oppressive 
uh, spiritualism or cultism, wokeisms, all the types of ism things, right? Now, that doesn't mean that's everyone. And I'm not here to call people out, right? You, you either have seen it or you haven't. And if you haven't, then it doesn't matter. But this is just what I've been observing, studying this industry for the last year and a half, is that we really have to allow ourselves to be better than just getting started. And this was why I designed the Align and Ascend Mastermind. This is why I designed the Magnetic Woman program, because if you do not have an ethical approach to what you are doing and you are not willing to enhance your level of understanding surrounding holding space for people's mental health, which is ultimately what you're doing anyways, right? Holding space for people energetically is equally the exact same thing as holding space for their mental, uh, mental health. Ultimately, because you're moving through the chakra systems and you're, and you're bringing awareness to what's stored in that space, you're pulling cards surrounding guidance of dealing with what's going on in people's lives. You're opening up potential wounds from spirits that the person either doesn't want to talk to this one, but they do want to talk to this one. They want to talk to grandpa Joan, but, or Jones, but they don't want to talk to uncle Tom. Right. So it's like, but as a medium, you know, that you're not in control of whether Tom or Joan comes through Jones comes through. (laughs) These are my examples. (laughs) Right. So in that experience, this is really where your policies, your values, the approaches that you take, the ethics in which you operate your business and the spaces that you hold for people is going to be so, so important. And it is equally why I have become very passion-driven in educating and teaching and training spiritual leaders in being better than just getting started. Arguably, it doesn't even necessarily arguably, but as you're getting started, like if you are answering the call right now, recently, recently in the past year or even two years, have started to answer the call to show up offer energy services of any kind, whether it be Reiki or card readings or mediumship, so on and so forth of any capacity, your work is equally in creating consistency and showing up. So don't discredit what you're already doing. Just understand that if you are coming across this podcast, then it's very likely that you have felt, um, either, undereducated or like there is so much more involved in what you're doing and you probably can't quite put your finger on it. And so having studied my clients, my own approaches, hiring the coaches to help support me, being a part of masterminds and group containers to support me in growing and expanding my understanding, taking psychological courses and cognitive behavioral therapy trainings and different ways of learning how to navigate the mind by no means am I an expert. However, there are certain things that I am very, um, very confident in knowing and understanding, especially when it comes to holding space for people's mental health, which is what you're doing when you're offering energy services of any kind. You might have the most positive intentions, but if you don't understand how to navigate the energy and the emotions of your client as they're moving through their release or their healing or their experience or their guidance with you, then you can very likely lead them into a space that's actually a lot more damaging than when you started out with them 30 minutes ago or one hour ago when you jumped into that call. And it's really a disservice to you and equally your clients to not understand how to neutralize energy how to not identify uh, the perceptions in which your client is is operating from and a plethora of other things, which we're going to get into over this series. So today I really want to talk about holding space for humanity and the six things that's going to be really important for you to stand out in 2022 
Um, when you're hearing this, I think it's going to be two days. So this will come out on Monday and by Wednesday, there is going to be, I'm doing a free webinar on the 3rd of November in the evening. That's going to be the five things that spiritual leaders need to stand out in 2022. So I'm not going to be talking about those necessarily tonight. Um, but that's, it's a free webinar. So you can come and you can join and the link is going to be in the show notes for you to be able to register. But I want to specifically talk about holding space. So before we dive into that, let's actually just define what holding space means. Holding space. So I want to do this in an actual like definitive way. And then I want to talk about what I think or what I feel and believe holding space really truly means. So um, by definition, holding space means being physically, mentally, and emotionally present for someone. It means putting your focus on someone to support them as they feel their feelings. An important aspect of holding space is managing judgment while you are present. To me, really, this definition is is exactly how I feel about it. Um, Holding space means that you are present with your client. It means that you're not on your phone. You're not thinking about what you're making for dinner. You're not bringing in your own judgments and perceptions of the world to support them. You are truly working from a place of a higher perspective, a higher frequency, because in order for them to really, truly heal, you have to be holding a higher energy for them to be able to be in that space to see and feel into possibility. So for me, I really feel like holding space is, is an ethical thing. It's something where it's not about being perfect. It's about continuing to understand that you are a student in this world and in this industry, and you hold yourself to knowledge, to education, to doing better than you did the day before. And that's not a challenge to push yourself into a burnout state, right? Because ultimately knowledge really is embodied when we actually apply it, um, which is what I'm going to talk about today. But in order for you to hold space for humanity in this year to come, it is going to be really vitally important that you are working on and understanding your own perceptions and judgments in this world, right? Let's use one of the most controversial ones, and that's the shot. Um, If you disagree with it or you agree with it and you have a client on the opposing side of you that comes to you, and for some reason, in some ways, capacity that ends up coming up in in the conversation, are you able to truly set your judgments aside and your triggers aside surrounding that topic to be able to actually, in fact, hold space for your client. And this is one that I really see to that is going to be a big um, controversial problem, which it should not be, especially if you are charging for services surrounding uh, supporting people energetically and holding space as we we have defined, um, which is being able to put your focus to that person and support them with their feelings without, uh, as well as managing your own judgment and being present, right? So it's like, if you hold the perspective, can you in fact hold space for a person who feels uh, an opposing way than you? And for me, this was a really powerful one because I am in the perspective that, um, well, for just a plethora of reasons that we do not need the shot. And as controversial as that might sound, though, it really shouldn't be because questioning truth invites questions and, um, and lies, uh, ban questions, if you will. That's not the quote that I'm thinking of, but it's basically along the same lines, right? A, A narrative doesn't want to be questioned. If it is false, the truth always wants to be questioned because more truth wants to come through that space. Right. Um, but for my example, I have a multitude of clients who receive the shot, who believe in the shot, who want all the shots and that's okay. Right. I have absolutely no judgment towards them. And I equally understand how to manage my judgments surrounding this experience. And one of them being that 
it is absolutely none of my uh, responsibility or none of my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It is none of my business. There we go. In what people choose to do with their own bodies, right? And if that's the top of conversation that comes up, then so be it. Because my job and what I get paid for is to support you through what you are going through. And holding a perspective in judgment is not going to support someone who is feeling judged. So, you know, I give one of the most controversial ones, but that can show up in any way that can show up in, um, job decisions that can show up in marriages that can show up in political stances, right? It doesn't matter what it is, but being able to hold space and remove your judgment is going to be one of the main things that people are seeking out. People want to be helped right? If people want to be helped, they will seek help, period. And if you are offering and holding space for people to be helped, then it is your responsibility to manage your judgments. The second one um, is being a pioneer, allowing yourself to take risks and to show up even when it is not convenient and it is uncomfortable. Spiritual leaders who are holding space for humanity in 2022 are really having to adopt the mentality of going first because right now we are facing a global epidemic of people who just don't know what to do for the most part right okay I don't want to blanket that over everyone but there's a lot of people who don't know what to do they're facing new traumatizations they're facing past traumatizations I don't even know if that's a word but I'm going to go with it and if it isn't I'm going to coin it (laughs) right they're facing past traumas and they're facing new traumas in everything that's transpiring and they're coming to you for help and For you, you have to be willing to stand up and say, this is what I stand for. This is what I believe in. This is how I approach my teachings, my trainings, my healings. And regardless of how that might be controversial, like how I just shared my uh, perspective, if you will, my opinion on not agreeing with the shot. I'm willing to go first and say that I don't believe in that or I don't agree with that without holding bias or judgment to everyone else. And people want to be heard. They want to be seen and they want to know that you understand them. So I may attract less people who actually agree with the shot, but that's okay, right? Regardless of what you put in your body, that's the whole point of freedom and sovereignty and the right to choose. Um, Regardless of what you put in your body, I am here to hold space in the understanding that there's actually better ways to deal with and navigate natural immunity, spiritual development, energy healing, self-healing in in a plethora of other ways. And I'm going to go first in researching that, speaking to that, understanding that, incorporating that once it's embodied in myself and my own practices, right? Go first learn first, be the leader. Even if you're in a space where you're just offering Reiki healings or you're just offering card readings or you're just offering psychic sessions, right? Go first, step into that leadership role because ultimately if you desire to have any form of time and financial freedom in your future, a leadership role is something that you're definitely going to evolve into either way. So if you get uncomfortable now and you go first and you allow yourself to be the pioneer blazing the trail amongst other psychics, mediums, Reiki practitioners, so on and so forth, and say, I'm going to do better than just getting started. You know, maybe that means you spend six months learning about some forms of psychology to integrate it. Maybe that means that you decide to invest in a program, though it looks like the economy's uh, unstable, though we really can't make those decisions and judgments because we are not 
uh, unless you study the economy, right? Like just because the news says, oh, we're giving out more stimulus or we're giving out more checks or we're all these problems or there's no money. It's like, okay, but unless you're an economist or unless you actually look into, this is why learning to do your own research is really important. Um, you know, don't make judgments that you don't know about, right? That was something that me and my husband really had to and are really very diligent on checking each other with. Um, he's my favorite life coach. <laughs> he really makes sure that when I'm speaking, when I'm saying things, when I'm, you know, just talking my thoughts out loud, that I'm really being cognizant of uh, where I'm approaching those thoughts from. And if I don't, in fact, know something, then making an assumption is not going to be uh, relevant to the conversation. And I could inevitably shoot myself in the foot which is the same kind of mentality and concept as holding space for your clients, right? If you're promoting that you can help your clients heal through Reiki, or you can bring them guidance and insight around their blind spots in their life, and that person has an emotional breakdown on that call, you're assuming that just pulling cards or just doing a Reiki healing is going to get them to the result that they desired that they want, or that um, you're going to be able to support them if they cry in that session, holding space by saying, no, no, it's okay, or it's not that bad, or it's going to get better, right? That's like telling someone who's anxious to not be anxious, just relax. They're like, oh yeah, okay, thanks for the tip, right? So if you really want to go deeper with the work that you're doing and ultimately have that time and financial freedom that you desire, you know, it's likely why you decided to answer the call equally as you felt called to support people in this global transition. Um, it's really important to be a pioneer and to go first, to really speak to your values, the things that you understand, and to really mitigate, if not even remove any places where assumptions are lying in your language and your content and your teachings and your trainings and stuff, because that, um, it's just about being in, in integrity to yourself and to your work, right? Uh, the third one, which I kind of already spoke to is stand for something, right? There's a lot of different movements and positions to take in this world and holding space for humanity is really going to require you to stand for something and put your focus in a place. Um, holding space for other people is really important, but it also comes into a deeper level of understanding when you have something that is bigger than you that is driving your motivation to show up every day. Okay. Maybe you take on sex trafficking. Maybe you take on saving the children. Maybe you take on world hunger. Maybe you take on advocating about health. Maybe you take like a plethora of different things, right? Um, standing for truth. That's a pretty general one, but you could really break it down into a category if you wanted to. It's really going to help your audience and your potential clients and clients to really understand who you are by understanding what you stand for. And there's no right or wrong in what you should or shouldn't stand for. That's up to you to decide. But it also creates a much more consistent focus for you when you're choosing to then tune into content surrounding the very thing that you stand for versus trying to tune into everything in the world. It just doesn't make sense. It's going to disperse your energy and it's really going to cause a lot of disruption and distraction in what you can even hold space for for yourself. Number four, one of the most important things is really practice what you preach. If you are inviting your clients or asking your clients for homework or divine assignments, as I call them, to meditate every day for 15 minutes or an hour, or you're telling them to journal every day for 15 minutes or an hour, or whatever it is that you're assigning to your clients, you are equally responsible for showing up and doing that exact same work before you even assign it. What do I mean by that? 
I mean, if it is one of your methods to really get your clients more into the space of journaling about what's coming up or what they're processing or what they're moving through, or what they're manifesting, desiring, journaling, meditating, so on and so forth, going to the massages, getting the flowers, right? Whatever the thing is that resonates with you. If you're asking other people to do that, you better be doing it first. This is what I mean by go first as well, right? You have to go first. I do not assign meditation and journaling, or I should say, I didn't start assigning meditation and journaling until I started doing it first. If I thought yoga was a very viable form of um, uh, support, right? Uh, I want to go into this one a little bit more, but I want to finish this thought. Uh, if I thought it was a very viable uh, like support for a person, I would expect myself to be doing yoga every day if I was going to assign it to my clients. Now, I want to go a little bit deeper than this. Everyone is going to have different methods in which they resonate with to support them in expanding, going deeper, um, creating balance, so on and so forth, right? There's a plethora of different things, breathworks, yoga, meditation, journaling, and the list truly goes on, exercising, getting out in nature. And it's important to make sure, this is where I was going with this, it's important to make sure that the clients that you are holding space for, you're understanding more about them and what really supports them. This is why understanding their perception and the way that they think and the way that they operate energetically is so vitally important to the way that you can help them to transition or sorry, to transform and get the results that they desire. Um, but uh, thought, oh. I just had a spirit come up. I'm about to jump into a mastermind call. Um, and I'm already having the spirits come in. Okay. We're going to move those. Thank you. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Here's the thought. It is important to understand what truly supports your clients. But if your clients are new to doing anything surrounding energy, what you are inviting them to support themselves with, it is important that you are following through with the very thing too right? You might be in a season where journaling is your best friend. That's amazing. You might have been in a season where yoga was your best friend. That's amazing. But if you are, um, you are, uh, assigning, there's the word things for your clients to be doing every day, you best believe you better be doing something that aligns with you every day too. That's where I was going with this. <laughs> Hello spirits. Um, the last but not least, uh, I think I'm at number five and I had originally said six, but I kind of combined two into one is the balance of the masculine and the feminine. In order to really be able to hold space for humanity in 2022, it is going to be so important for you to balance the flow of your intuition and your downloads and all the energy moving through for you and with and uh, in you as much as it is important to bring the masculine structures into your processes and into your business and into your operating procedures and the team that you're inevitably going to hire, really having the masculine structure in place to support you in having the time freedom and energy freedom as well, being able to hold that space or being able to have more space for you intuitively to be in that creative flow with your energy and your intuition. Without the masculine structure, you will have, uh, I, you will really lack this foundational stability of your spiritual business. And in order to truly hold space for you, for humanity, for ultimately your clients and the audience that you serve to, if you do not have some form of structure in yourself, you will equally mirror that in the lack of results that your clients will get long-term as well. So these are my 
now five (laughs) things that I really do truly believe are required for holding space for humanity in 2022. So spiritual leaders, I hope you took your pen out and your paper. Remember, I think I said this a couple episodes ago, if you're coming to these sessions, you're tuning into these videos, make sure that you are bringing a pen and pencil or pen and journal, there's words, pen and journal so that you can be taking notes because there is going to be so much that I'm going to be sharing with you. Make sure to check back on my Instagram for all the details for the free webinar for the five things spiritual leaders need to stand out in 2022. And I will see you next week when we talk about um, spiritual leadership a little bit more. All right. Don't forget to find the magic in today. And I'm sending you so, so much love. Hey, before you go, I wanted to take a moment to just thank you so much for tuning in with me each and every week. If you weren't already aware, new episodes drop on Mondays. If you could please be so kind as to screenshot this episode, tag me on Instagram at Riley June with your biggest takeaway, or if you know someone who could really use the insight and guidance provided to you in this session today, I would love for you to go ahead and share this directly to them. I look forward to continuing to bring you insight, guidance, and self-mastery activation tools that you can implement into your life now to truly evolve and become the divine expander that you are. All right, I cannot wait to chat with you soon. And remember, don't forget to go and find the magic in today.